Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Farm, Neil McCready, Clark Florida Studio here. The first of uh, two shows to uh, today. We'll have hand raised guys tonight around 7 o'clock for that. And then uh, you'll get our recruiting feel of us at some point this week, too. I don't know when it's being posted, but we'll do a soft verbal answer to recruiting questions. Also on the MPW Digital Network. So I hope all of you are having a uh, lovely morning. It's kind of rainy and dreary and messy here in the Oxford area this morning. It's Neil's kind of weather. As we uh, get closer to Ole Miss and Vanderbilt, Saturday night from Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss trying to go undefeated at home for the first time since 1992, I believe. That's is the, crazy. Uh, is, is the number on that. That's um, wild. Technically the first ever 7-0 and season at home, but they haven't been playing 12 games in regular season since, since 2006. So that is within context for several different uh, – Things there, including frankly the ten win season, because prior to this it required ten and one, not ten and two. I mean that is a but a win over Vanderbilt makes them seven and zero at home. That is correct. Yes. Wow. That is correct. First, that is wild. First time ever. Yeah. So there's a uh, there's that. So anyway, uh, we'll get into uh, some coaching stuff. Neil lit the board on fire last night. I'm sure he's been taken out of context all over the internet since then. Can you even um, imagine? I no, I mean, I, I mean who, who knows what is all over the place on I mean, on that one. I've already gotten some messages from people that you said what, and and it's like no, no, no. Well, yeah, you'll get the text go. Hey, so Neil said this, and it's like eight words. And it's like okay, well, there's some context missing yeah. on eight words of, of what was <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah. So uh, go there, go to rubblegrove.com because we're probably not going to go straight <laughs> verbatim. Um, almost basketball plays tonight at six o'clock. They play the Marquette Eagles. Um, Marquette, Marquette's three and zero, coming off a win over number two Illinois too, seventy seven yeah. uh, sixty seven sixty six one point win over the Illini there in uh, in that one. So that's going to make yeah. the show tonight sort of kind of we- weird, kind of well, yeah, really weird. Um, because the game tonight's on is it on ESPNU? I have no idea. I put it up somewhere. Um, I'll have to go look. Okay. And then there'll be an NFL game on too, but it's a bad game. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then there's yeah, whatever. Yeah, so we'll hit some of those different uh, different things. Uh, podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Remember to uh, go get your selfies done and give another football helmet away this week. When you take a selfie around the Oxford Exxon, the Blue Sky location, you'll be automatically entered into a chance to win. Tag Oxford Exxon hashtag Blue Sky Rebels, and you can win an official Ole Miss football helmet. I think it was Navy the one they gave away last week. Um, remember Speed Pass Plus out. Lunch special, five sixty nine. When you're coming into town, use the app, earn points, save money. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within uh, 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. Uh, the rest is up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done, what I uh, recommend that you do, and that's hop into a uh, – 
Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests will join us at some point on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. This is a weird week for guests. There's really no reason to get like Vanderbilt guests. They're just, what are they going to say? Because when you talk to Chris, he's a Chris is a really good podcaster, but it's the point of, yeah, they suck. They're going to keep sucking. They don't spend money. Yeah. Baseball's going to be good. Okay, good. Like, Thanks. Awesome. Pete and I taped last night on yeah. the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. And did y'all skip ahead to state? Or did y'all focus one week at a time? We, we stayed one week at a time, but we didn't. Normally, that's a one hour and 15 minute segment. Uh-huh. It was 48 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we kept it tight because we're going to turn around and do Mississippi State on Monday night. Okay. I might make. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do that show next week. Going to figure it out. But okay. Anyway, but no, we we didn't skip ahead to state because he was actually working to get some state film. Okay. So, anyway, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford, great place for coming up this weekend. Uh, even if you're doing the Grove thing all day long on Saturday, still be a fun place to go grab a burger, grab a po' boy, appetizers, a full uh, bar, great beer selection. Everything you could be looking for there at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and uh, Rafters in New Albany as well. I'm going to get to uh, the obviously topic du jour, but some uh, top of the thread here. Hardman says, uh, another thing that grinds my gears, YouTube ad. Um, YouTube ads, sorry we pay bills. Um, we should try to limit it. I, I, I will go in on some videos and try to try to help you guys out with that a little bit. Um but it's adding to a thread on the board about things that annoy people. And I really got a good laugh this morning. There's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of truce um, involved. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a spirited, fun community, but we can be a bit crotchety. We can be a little persnickety over a lot of issues out there. Um, if you just got to pick one, though, what's the one? What is top of the list things that annoy you? More and more. Sure. The person driving with their phone like this on the wheel. Right in front of them. Literally holding the phone at the 10 and 2. Just holding the, the phone with, right with there, them. and they're like this. And they're just they're not even looking at the road. And their car starts drifting over. Like you're on the left or you're on the right or whichever. They're drifting into you. Mm-hmm. And you have to honk your horn to get their attention. And then they glare at you. You're like, dude, I just saved you. I just stopped you from having a mist- an accident that would have been your fault. That could have resulted in you being hurt. And you're mad at me. For honking my horn. Get off your phone. I have two. One that's in perpetuity and one that has become a new phenomenon as far as I'm realizing it. And it's bothering me more and more. So, and this was mentioned in the thread. And you actually, it was your mention because we both had this happen. The dog that attacks the runner or the jogger. Mm-hmm. But for, for multiple reasons. You're completely zoned out. You're not paying attention. And it feels like Cujo has come up on you, no matter if it's a Pomeranian. As it's going on. But two, it's not even the dog that's the worst part. It's the owner. Yep. Because the owner is like, oh, precious, come here. And acts like you're the asshole when you kick at his dog. Yeah. And it's like, I'm minding my own business. Yeah. I'm in a public street. I'm just moving. Yeah. Well, he didn't mean. No, no. I, literally, my compression sock is ripped from your stupid dog. It's a problem. Yeah, it's, it's on you. And when, you yeah, say, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're like, hey, you need to do something about your dog. Oh, you're you're the jerk for daring to go run in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's like, no, bitch, it's your dog. And then the other one is this always been the case? I don't remember when I was in school, and I'm I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not necessarily criticizing any individual person because it's across the board everywhere. What is it with 
We get so much time off, whether it be work or kids in school, but you need a little extra time too. Like I got an email yesterday that Carly Ann is out half a day on Friday to start Thanksgiving break and then is out all next week. We used to get three days. We yeah. might not even get the full Wednesday. We'd get like the half day Wednesday and we'd be out on Thursday and half on and, and, and out on Friday. Now we get a full week and we gotta take the extra half day. Yes, yeah, so you gotta function you gotta build that into your day. Like, do I get do I get that portion of the day of, of uh daycare returned refunded to my account? How does this work? Well, and then I notice it just with people in general. Like you'll get a three day weekend and it's like some some people you talk to be like, Well, okay, I'm I'm gonna leave on at noon on Thursday. It's like you're already getting three days. Is that not enough? Like I I don't know. It it I'm gonna be a really persnickety curmudgeon of like a 75 year old man because i'm already annoyed by like the dumbing down of society in general at 37 that it's only going to get worse it it absolutely is only going to get worse as i go so i'm just um will says they're out for the rittenhouse verdict what's that i don't know i'm just there's a verdict they weren't they weren't they're not even meeting or not no you mean they're just in deliberations i'm assuming yeah 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 Yeah. day three of that makes you feel like That starting to wonder. that Jack Posibic person uh-huh. on Twitter, that dude never misses. I mean, he's always right. And so when he said it was ten to two with two holdouts who were concerned about what happens to them if they come back with an acquittal, yeah, and that his source was a U.S. marshal, mm-hmm. I buy it. Oh, Philip says the next close one is large group dinners. What is it you hate about them that you're not dealing with everybody, or that there's just too much going on? What, what what's the issue with the large group dinner? I don't necessarily mind that. That's kind of your thing. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I'm, I'm good there. Well, no, it can be too big, though, because you can get to the point where, yeah, you're, so it's, if you're at a really large dinner, you're worried about, okay, like, where am I sitting for strategy purposes? Like, because I only can talk to, like, four, so I don't want to get stuck with those four people. Yeah, I got to yeah. make sure I'm here. Like, there's And those certain, can be long dinners where you're, yeah, you're there, like, there two and a half, three time. hours, yeah. and you're, 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 you're there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I, see, I don't do the hibachi thing. He said sitting hibachi side in a large group is awful. I, I, I don't, I'm weird. I don't want to let the show in front of me. Even if I eat the hibachi, I'd rather go to the sushi side and just sit like a normal restaurant and you bring me the food. There's something about the whole, hey, here, catch the volcano. I'm like, no, just feed me. I know it makes me a jerk, but I'm like, no, just stop. Like, I don't, well, it's fun I don't need the shrimp in your pocket, okay? Yeah, the, little, I, the, little, the little kids are funny. Well, sure. Yeah, that's, but, but that's about it. But like a group of a group of adults going, hey, let's go eat the hibachi. I'm like, no, I I I, I don't need the show. I've seen. I don't it. even think it's very good. Like it's okay, it's fine. Okay, see so that part, Phillips, is t- takes incredibly too long of a process. You know, to wait for the food. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> yeah, no choo choo train. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. Let's just move on. It's all, it's all, it's all fine. Optimal dinner size is like six to eight. Anything above that, and we're getting we're get, we're getting we're getting a little too large at that point. I think so. Anyway, okay, there are my grievances for the day. Um, yeah, I I think I tend to agree with Will here. Yeah, and we'll get off this topic. I promise he goes, but I've been obsessed with it. I've watched this whole trial, and this is the second trial this year that I've been glued into. I, I watched all of the Chauvin trial, and I've watched all of the Rittenhouse trial. Mm-hmm. Um. Will Burns says, I think the jurors want to acquit, but don't want to be put in danger. 
The judge wants to declare a mistrial, acquit, but doesn't want any more danger. So we're seeing who blinks first. I was watching on, uh, it's Rakita Law. I saw some of this, yeah. And it's a group of, it's really interesting. It's a group of attorneys. People always ask me, if you could do over life, what would you do? I I would be a a trial attorney. I would be fascinated by it. Um, I was watching them, and they were saying that it's a real conflict between First Amendment rights and then protecting the jurors. Mm-hmm. Because they, these people, the, the protesters, have gotten on the steps of the courthouse, and the people who are familiar with that courthouse in, in Wisconsin have said that there's no way the jury doesn't hear what they're saying. They absolutely hear it. Well, if, sure. if they don't see it, they hear it. And they're like, you know, probably should move them down the street far enough where they can't hear them but you still allow them to 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 congregate or to protest or what whatever but that it's kind of complicated and they all every single one of them including a couple of attorneys who i think are less inclined to acquit rittenhouse than others have said there's no way no way a conviction holds up in appellate court that there are so many different grounds for appeal it's and, and and they said the judge knows it and they basically agree with what Will said, that the judge appears to want to give Rittenhouse a bite at the acquittal apple, where mm-hmm. it just goes away. But that if they come back with hung on everything, that he's just going to dismiss it. And basically dismiss it in a manner that the state would be less inclined to bring it back. Right. That's a good one, Ginger. I'm annoyed by people who stand up as soon as the plane lands, even worse for the people who start walking to the front. I mean, where are you going? Yeah, I don't mind the guy who stands up because it's just he's stretching his legs. Yeah, sure. But if you get up and grab your bag and go racing to the front, no, no, that's not how this works. That there's a way that we do things, and this is not that way. Well, and if you're in the front, or if you're in a spot where it's not your turn and you stand up, you're just in the way. You're actually slowing the process Yes, now. of course. Or even worse, I'm like in the now. I'm almost always on the window because I'm really particular about that. I, I need a window seat. But if I'm in the middle or the or the aisle, and the people to my left or right, deeper in, get up and are trying to like lean over me because they feel like it's time. Like wait, 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 literally, where are you going? Yeah. I am still sitting here <laughs> until I move. You're out. There's nothing you can do. That's the good thing about masks and stuff is that I might never fly again. I might never have to deal with that ever again. I told again. you, I flew to Dallas whenever that was, and I, I got there and I went, my God, it was a zoo for three hours there. I yeah. mean, I, no, it, no, it was, I have no it interest. Was, <sighs> yeah, it was. Airplane clappers. Did you expect us? I haven't run into that as much as a lot of people talk about that. I know that happens and there's like an anxiety to it, but it doesn't, I, I've not noticed that as much. No. That when they land, the people clap because they made it. <laughs> Why? I mean, because you made it? Yeah, because like at no point it was I literally concerned. Do you do that when you get when you get on the interstate, when you get off? Because that's much less Stop safe. at Love's and go, woo, we yeah. made it. Come on. I trust that guy to take me where we're going. It's all good. <laughs> all right, what do you want to start with? Uh, well, I was more just kind of killing the rest of the segments. So I was oh, okay. stopping in like two minutes, and then okay. it breaks up the the, the 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 deal. Um, real quick, because we'll just hit this. As I said a minute ago, uh, Ole Miss Marquette six o'clock tonight. Um, Marquette has wins over SIU, Edwardsville, New Hampshire, and uh, and Illinois. They actually played three relatively close games, even against the lesser opponents. 
They won 88-77, 75-70, and then again beat number 10 Illinois, 67-66. Looks like that was actually uh, at home, best I can tell. Was that in? Uh, was that was, was that at Marquette? I don't know. Do, do you know? I don't. I don't. Know. Um, let me get a line to you real quick. Too. I was going to do that. I earlier. have spent all of about. Well, I guess I did go cover a game. I haven't spent much time on college basketball yet. We've been busy. Spent some other things. It's football, and I've been obviously trying to help with recruiting. This one's interesting. I would not have anticipated this. Um, Ole Miss minus four. Oh, really? Yeah. Ole Miss favored by four right now in this one. Uh, Odd Shark has Ole Miss winning 67-66. Oh. So, um, over under on this one is 136. So, 65 uh, 68, 67-ish, just, 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 just shy of 70 for both teams, something like that. Um, so, yeah, that is uh, that's where it's – I could have sworn four. I put up the basketball thing yesterday, but I'm not sure I pinned it. The what? I put up the basketball release, but I'm not sure I pinned it. Oh, okay. It was a day. Okay. Uh, we'll get into some football stuff in a second. First two about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga on writing a processing zone in Memphis. So you're getting local underwriting and understand your market, leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. I spent a good bit of yesterday getting started on the MPW Digital pregame show. We'll have that to you later today. Um, I actually talked to Jeffrey, uh, Ben, and Pete yesterday for those interviews. Talked to Ryan Brown early this afternoon and then bring that to you. Uh, it's brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Coming soon to uh, Oxford, 1737B University Avenue. And they're already in uh, the Jackson area, 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. Fantastic place to go, hang out. Make sure that you tell them you appreciate them sponsoring our show. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a sports, social sports betting network, free to use. Uh, I was introduced to Brothrow earlier this fall. It's a really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, and invite friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more bet.brothrow.com backslash mpw brought to you by muddy water camo go to muddywateroutdoors.com enter the uh, promo code uh, rebel grove get 35 percent off on any products from the site free shipping on 100 dollars or more at muddywateroutdoors.com also brought to you by game changer patch go to game changer it's the uh, only two page two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. 
And we're brought to you by Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate based out of Jackson. Pinpoint is, um, they service the entire state in all commercial and asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. This week's property spotlights Paragon Center in Ridgeland. It's 150,000 square feet of a Class A office space located on Highland Colony Parkway. It's experienced, this is an area that is experiencing substantial commercial growth. It's located alongside some of the most affluent neighborhoods in Mississippi. If you'd like to learn more about this great opportunity to house your professional office, call Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell at 601-586-3220. Podcast is brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. One two zero zero. Let them help you out on either side of the buy or sell process here in Oxford for real estate in Lafayette County. O'Keefe Graham, Clay DeWeese, and our team of associates will uh, take you from start to finish to get the house you desire here in this uh, area. They sponsor my three two one football content item every uh, single week. And click the link in that, and click the link in my message board signature. I've used it multiple times. Give them a shot as well. Again, that's nickstanoxford.com. 662-281-1200. Kind of relevant to uh, this next discussion a second ago. Did you see yesterday the Mel Tucker salary increases that he has had over the last six, seven years? Uh, no, but I'm going to guess that he's done some jumping. So he started in 2015 with Alabama. That staff that we talked about potentially being the best of all time. $500,000. Okay. 850 at Georgia in 16. Mm-hmm. 900 at Georgia in 17. Just a, just a little cost of Very living modicum. bump right yeah, there. I mean, that's, yeah. that's just that's just inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18 at Georgia, 1.5. 19 at Colorado, 2.4. 20 and 20, Michigan State, 5.1. Mm-hmm. 2021, Michigan State, 5.1. 2022, 9.5. Now, has he signed it yet? It is only it is only a a, a term that's been agreed upon, to the best of my okay. knowledge, at this point. And I look, I think Mel Tucker's a good coach. I do. I think he's done a hell of a job. I think they've been very, very good. I think they've been a little lucky. Mm-hmm. I think it's been whatever. I mean, I had a buddy yesterday after I was talking about that with him and said that Michigan State better hope he commits a felony in two years when they're five and seven. And there is a part of me that wonders if that one feels a little too strong for what you're going to get year over year over year. Because the price of poker is not that yet. No. I mean, that's making him potentially the highest paid coach in the country right now. Look, I mean, it, and, it, I, it, and, and, and I've been guilty of this. I have fallen. I have fallen for this before. I have. I have. Um, I've been used. I'm not. But I'm not a national guy. Okay. And so they use the agents have national guys that they can manipulate a little, or sometimes a lot. Yeah, sure. And people hate it. I don't know why. If if you were a coach, you would want an agent doing this for you, right? Well, people hate it because it creates bad information is why they hate it. But if you were a coach... Well, yeah, sure, no, but, there, but there's a difference. I can hate it while also understanding okay. it. Because there's some people that just vilify the hell out, yeah. of, out of good agents, and good agents do their jobs. I think LSU's interest in Tucker was and is genuine. I don't think he was or is their top choice. But I think the fact that the interest was genuine and there were people at LSU, this was the critical part. When people go, there's nothing to it. You guys just made it up. Nope. The president there, if he got to make that decision 
by himself in a vacuum, I think Mel Tucker would get the LSU job. Okay? I do. Okay, sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, the guy that came in from South Carolina. Well, that's significant because he's the president. Yeah, sure. Okay? So when you, ha- when you have that level of leverage, you use it. And Michigan State does not want Mel Tucker to leave. And so for them, the, the cost of poker increased rapidly because of the potential overture from LSU, which was a real thing and could still be a real thing. I was told that last night. Tucker's still on their list. He's just not the top of their list. There's all sorts of stuff. And I know Feldman came down and shot down the Lincoln-Riley rumor, and I'm not going to pretend to be more sourced than Bruce Feldman. But I'll tell you this, multiple people last night told me that is not over. Saying you're going to turn down an absolute ton of money and turning down. Yeah, it's not actually on the. Those are two different animals. So leading that in, um, made a post last night. I'll let you take it. What do you want to say? Not say on the podcast form, obviously. Yeah. Go read the, the stuff. At the stuff's at rebelgrove.com. You probably actually need to read it before you listen, if you're being completely honest. So I have a couple of people who I've stayed in contact with over the course of the fall who I've said, hey, look, if this ever gets remotely real, holler. Mm-hmm. Okay? One of them hollered last night. Hey, I told you I'd let you know if something kind of got where it could get real. And it's kind of real. Sure. So, okay. Miami is very likely to move on from Manny Diaz. Which T leaves have been pointing there for several days. It's not done, and I'm told that decision's not made. And again, I'm not sourced at Miami, okay? I don't know. I don't talk to anyone at Miami. I'm not sure who the hell I would talk to in Miami. The people that I know in the Miami media cover pro sports. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably reach out to them to get a little bit of help to see if maybe they've heard something just by being around. But they cover the NFL. They cover the NBA. They're not covering the U of M. So I was told, hey, watch. you got to watch Miami. They've got a really short list. Now, I've heard that elsewhere. Their list is Mario Cristobal, Lane Kiffin. Now, that doesn't mean that you get either one of them, but that's their wish list. You know, when... Mom and dad come to you when you're a little kid and say, hey, what do you want for Christmas? I mean, if you're smart, you shoot for the stars, right? Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, you always ask for the brand-new game system. Might not get it, but you ask. So that's their wish list. Cristobal's deal, Cristobal's a U of M alum. He likes that area. His buyout is problematic. It's at least eight million and probably closer to ten million is what I'm told. Okay. And Miami can't play that game. Kiffin's buyout is about half of that. And that's a problem. Okay. Let me stop here real quick. If the buyout is a problem at that number, that means a salary enough to be more than whatever Ole Miss would give is a problem. Yeah. Agreed. This is where when people go wild. Here's, I had someone go, why would you write that? Okay, here's why you write that, okay? I think you will agree with this wholeheartedly. Yeah. Most people in the thread may or may not. I don't know. Let's just say, hypothetically, that Lane Kiffin just wants to get out. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
Do I think that's the case? No, but I don't know Lane Kiffin. Do you know Lane Kiffin? Do you know anyone who can tell you emphatically, no, absolutely not, he's not leaving. No chance in hell. No way he goes to Miami. I don't care what they offer him. No way. He loves it here. He's in. No. You don't feel good writing that in blood, right? Um, No. Okay. I don't either. Just as much as I can't say, oh, God, he's leaving tomorrow. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when someone tells you, hey, look, this Miami thing's real, and then the key word was, and he's intrigued. Okay. At that point, you've got to at least put it out there from an establishing credibility standpoint because if next Saturday, boom, it all goes down and you never mentioned it, people would go, you guys suck. You're not plugged in. You don't know anybody. I mean, that's more than fair at that point. So you put it out there in case chaos happens. You put it out in case chaos happens. Now, the people who refuse to read everything and get the context out of it, I can't help that. I can't help stupid. I can't make someone less stupid. Yeah. So all I can do is put it out there in the context, and in the context, the same people say, look, Ole Miss is preparing a massive offer. And if they make it happen, and I think Miami can't beat that Miami, from a straight monetary standpoint. Unless there's some big surprise, Miami can't beat that. And, and, and if there's a big surprise, why the hell haven't they been doing it for the last 15 years? Sure. It's Just all fair. of a sudden they go, oh, no, here's all the checks. Yeah, and, and I, I doubt that. Yeah. But is Miami interested in Lane Kiffin? Yes. Does Lane like that area? He does. A lot. I think all things being even, and you told Lane Kiffin, you can live in South Florida on the water or you can live in Oxford, Mississippi. Where would you like to live? Forget jobs, forget money. All things even, I think he would pick South Florida. Oh, okay. yeah, sure. Okay. So when people go, what, you know, there's, there's, does that mean he hates Oxford? I have no idea. I don't know whether he hates it, likes it, loves it, despises it. I have no clue. I don't, frankly, he's such a private person that I don't really think it matters. I think he likes it a lot more than he did. I think he's fine. Yeah. That is my interpretation yeah. of talking to people who do not yeah, know. Him. I don't think he would refer to it as paradise, but I don't think he says it's the worst place on earth. So who cares? He's not exactly a social butterfly. It really doesn't matter right. that much. So anyway. I would say, and, and they have these things called planes. Yeah. Where in the off season, go be wherever the hell yeah, you want. Yeah, he's not going to spend the off season in Oxford anyway. And he shouldn't. Who cares? No, of course. So um, that's what I was told. And you have to write that. Because that means there's a chance. And if there's a chance and you don't write it and then it happens, you're an idiot. Yeah. Because it's going to start popping up. And what I was kind of trying to do, and I said it at the end, is look, it might get a little heartburny for a week or so. When the Miami Herald comes out with the day that they fire uh, Diaz, when the Miami Herald comes out with here's the names to look for, and there's a great big picture of Lane Kiffin on the front. Okay, it's going to freak some people out. I'm kind of getting ahead of it. Really, with a, I didn't tweet that out last night. Yeah. People are always like, you're just looking for clicks. If I were looking for clicks, it would be all the hell over Twitter. That could have pasted on the front page and pictures. There's and nothing. I just stuff. put it on the message board for subscribers. Like, I mean, hey, we look. could have put Lane holding an Ibis up on the front page. It's a thought. Um, I mean, eh. can you Photoshop there, that? There was a day. Um, oh. But, yeah, I mean, no, I just put it in. Like, hey, it's on the board. You're a subscriber. This is what you pay for. Here it is. And, again, I think Ole Miss is about to pay the man maybe close to $7 million a year. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't know numbers. Yeah, but, but a just lot. From hints that were told to me, I think it's – A top ten salary nationally. Yeah, I think it's seven with the ability to get up to 
close to eight. And I mean, there aren't many places that can no. beat that. Now, you know, Kiffin is smart not to sit down right now and bang out a deal. Well, no, you don't want to do that. Unless, unless you can get a Mel Tucker deal. Because you, what you don't know, I mean, let's just play this game for a minute, okay? Let's just say... $7 million that, would give you the ninth highest salary in the country today. Yeah, let's just say that the rumors are true. That LSU just goes all in. Here's all the chips. Here's all the checks. Lincoln Riley, Jimbo Fisher, $12.5 million a year. Because that's the rumor. And it's out there with a lot of people. Let's say they do that. Well, if you're Lane Kiffin, at that point you're like, hey, so so wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I just went... 10 and 2. I just took you to the best season you've ever had. And we went to a New Year's Six Bowl. And my I se- finished ahead of Mel Tucker and the Spartans. Yeah, in my second year. He's getting 12. I don't you think I'm worth at least eight and a half? I mean, that's that's gonna be the, the game. You let the market reset. You don't you don't go in under the market. Because it's the biggest market reset in a dozen years. What well, happens in all sports, right? Freddie Freeman with the Braves. When the Braves call, Freddie Freeman's like so. Do you see what Goldschmidt got over there in St. Louis? God, I just won a World Series. Yeah. I'm the face of your franchise. He's not. So I'd like to get that money. Yeah. And the Braves have to go back and go, well, you know, shit, not really what we budgeted. but and Look at the fan base and go, oh. Yeah, so that. it's that. I mean, it's just all, it's all a game. And if you talk to coaches, they'll all tell you this, that the, the fuse is shorter than it's ever been. Like two bad seasons and you're done. So you get what you can while you can get it. You strike while what, what amazes me about it is that the buyouts have not lowered. Because to get that level of salary, that's you using your leverage. Yes. The school's leverage should be something in the buyout range. And that hasn't really been the case. The buyouts are not lowering for the most part. Yeah, and that's where if I'm Ole Miss... It's like, okay, now. If- yeah, if I'm going to say, hey, okay, look, we can only give you a four-year deal, which is a problem for the Mississippi schools. Yeah. It is. It's a problem. It, it it absolutely is. You can put in some rollover clauses, but those are not legally binding. It's just auto rollovers. You can't – the problem with the four-year contract is not even on your side. It's that it's hard to then turn around and justify giving the coach some huge buyout. Because contractually, he's only getting this. Yeah. So if you go, hey, Lane, we're paying you 24 over four years. But, hey, if you leave, we want you to pay us 27. Well, yeah, he's going to say, yeah. That makes no sense. Whereas if you give him a 10-year deal, suddenly, well, that's okay. A 50, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, of course. a whole different deal. So I don't know where it all goes. This is why you, this is why ADs have jobs. You got to get it right. Yeah, and Grimes right. As soon as Kiffin signs a seven million dollar a year deal, expectations go up. Top ten salaries, top ten results. Sure, there's no doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt. At that point, it becomes more of a thing of hey, this recruiting thing need to go. Well, here. yeah, we're going to do a show about recruiting, and it's an, it. Anyone who says it's not an issue is absolutely burying your head in the sand. It's part of the conversation you have to have, and I do think it's the one thing that's out there a little bit that I told you yesterday. And I'm pretty good at it. Pretty good at sensing the direction of the wind. It's the only thing that makes me kind of get on alert. Because it's not just Miami. It's what does he think about where he is. 
Does he think they're going to take a big step back? Does he think, hey, I, I'm trying to decide whether he can go here or not. Um, oh, what the hell. Um, say there's a scenario where next summer you don't get Arch Manning. He commits to Georgia, to Texas, to Alabama. Okay? I don't know where he's going. Say. And then you go seven and five. What's the mood? Seven and five, and you're making top ten money, and you're taking your team to the Music City Bowl, and Arch Manning signing with Georgia. What is what is the mood? And I I, I think that's a concern. I don't think it. I kind of know it. It's a concern. So when you when that's the case, well, how do you? And it's a little bit of here's what's so funny about that is that in that hypothetical. Look, it's going to be hard for Ole Miss not to take a step back to some level. Sure, look at the look at the roster. Sure, you have to be logical about it. Sure, but it's Lane has a weird thing here in a couple different ways. Is you want to avoid that year three step back for perception reasons? A Lane's not a patient person. Wants to win every year. Doesn't yeah. want to do a rebuild. Doesn't want to do a, a year off. Yeah, he's not the guy will. that you bring in for a six year build. Yeah, no thanks. No, that's not his deal. But point being, to avoid that. And look, it might just be the way you would do it anyway. But to avoid that, you do have to hit the portal hard. Because yeah. the only way to replace those dudes is with other dudes who are ready to play. And that's not JUCO kids, and that's not high school freshmen. It's, it's not high school kids who are projects. Yeah, so that's the deal, is to not have a fall-off next year. He has to go heavy portal. He might not just have to go heavy portal anyway, but okay. And whatever. it might be the way of the future. No one it knows. Might be, he might be playing chess to everybody else's checkers yeah. right now. I don't know. But point being... It's that traditional thing where the one way in the past, it's a little bit of resetting thinking for fan bases, coaches, everybody. Because in the past, the one way to get over that year three fallback is to go, yeah, but we signed the number eight class in the country. We're cool. Mm-hmm. Now we're building. Look at Jimbo, what he yeah. said on, on Monday. So when you don't have that, and it's a it's a weird dynamic that Kiffin's in from the standpoint of straight perception for year three. Yeah. In a, in a vacuum. Yeah. So, I mean – also, the schedule's weird next year. They easily could start 6-0 and and then have a hard time in the last six. Got four non-cons, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, your first six games yeah, next year. Yeah, And then the West gauntlet starts. Their last six games are literally the SEC West. Yeah, and the schedule next year, do you have it in front of you? Uh, I mean, yeah. Sure. What do you want to? It's kind of how it shakes out, the specifically. Like if you were to do the f- just first glance, WWLLLWWW. Yeah, pay a couple bills. All right. All right, while Chase is getting that pulled up, I will tell you that uh, we're also brought to you by Blue Delta Jeans. They're happy to announce the inaugural Coastal Cup Waterfowl Tournament January the 19th through the 21st at the Bay Flats Lodge on the San Antonio Bay of Texas. It's a competitive team duck hunting event. will include two days of Texas coastal waterfowl hunting, meals, drinks, and lodging. Uh, two pairs of Blue Delta jeans for every participant. Special guests of the event include Josh Raggio of Raggio Custom Calls and Barton Ramsey of Southern Oak Kennels. To find out more, to register your team, contact Blake Kokenauer at Blake at BlueDeltaJeans.com. It's Blake at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Also brought to you by uh, Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's the place to go for uh, engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, everything. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. You can visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or you can uh, call them at 662 234 
888-382-2777. We'll have Hand Raised Guys tonight. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, but the same great products, the same great services. In Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding areas, call uh, Southern, 662-429-4429. And mentioning recruiting, Chase is going to be uh, Chase Parham. He works at rebelgrove.com. He's going to be the special guest this week on um, – Soft Verbal Podcast, which is brought to you by the College Corner. It's one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Podcast also brought to you <clears throat> sorry, by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the v events page. Something going on locally this week and every week. Also, uh, remember Double Decker Bus Tours Friday, 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock for, uh, for that. $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans with an adult ticket. Also, tunes around town 5 to 7 o'clock on Friday night. So get some takeout, get some dessert, check out what should be a pretty good atmosphere around Oxford on Friday night. So, again, that's visitoxfordms.com. Podcast also brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. I do want to point out that it is a local cheese shop. They make their own cheeses. They have tons of different options there that are all uh, plenty fantastic as far as uh, those cheese options. Everything from um, about six, seven different options. Eight, they make every single day. They've got fetas. They've got a lot of different things there. So give it a, give it a look. You can go to johnsonhillcreamery.com. You can go to the current menu page, see all their different cheese options, see their specialty boxes, their extra additions, and then obviously the catering and uh, the Thanksgiving pre-orders available as well. So take the time. Go to johnsonhillcreamery.com. Look around. And when you do that, you can give them a call at 662-419-9201 to place an order. You can email cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Remember, Thanksgiving pickup is on the 24th. You have to uh, order it by the 19th. They're they're right there off Molly Bar in Oxford on White Oak Lane. So take advantage again. Johnston Hill Creamery. They do tons of great stuff. They make themselves there inside. johnstonhillcreamery.com. Yeah, 2022 season. Troy, Central Arkansas. Uh, the toughest non-con game, Georgia Tech in Atlanta next year. Okay, um, so far I've got them at 3-0. and Yeah, sure. Tulsa. 4-0. And Kentucky back in Oxford. Critical game at number yeah. five. But they're probably win. Tulsa, but I'd lean Ole Miss. Vanderbilt. 6-0. and Until further knowledge that there's yeah. anything at yeah. all going on with Vanderbilt. Yeah. Will. yeah, sure. And now there'll be a hell of a crowd here for one hell of a game, but they got to win it. I feel like it's one of the ones that actually feels the most winnable of this group. Okay. Auburn at home. That's an interesting game That's right It's an interesting game because I don't know what they're going to look like. And Ole Miss is going to be ranked like 17. Hey, you want, right a, you want a fun rumor? Sure. I don't know anything. Here's a crazy rumor, and I don't know what the vaccination status of, of Brian Harson is. There's some people that are out there in the coaching fraternity that are like, hey, man, watch Brian Harson in Washington. Watch that one. Now, I don't know what Brian Harson's Washington, obviously, is pretty strict about the whole vaccine thing. Did you hear me or were you? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what happens there. Come on. I, listen. I mean, like, I, I, I get it. I get it. I, I get it. I, I, I don't it. doubt anything from anybody when it comes to craziness. When you hear people saying this, this could end up being the craziest carousel ever, because all it has to do to turn, I mean, here's this is not far-fetched. Lincoln Riley goes, yes, screw it, I'm going to go. Oklahoma goes, all right, we're going to hire Hypo. Boom, off you go. 
I mean, now the thing's out of control. Because where does Tennessee go for a coach at that point? I mean, no one knows. Yeah, even Grind's not. He says, I hear Husky fans want him too. I mean, that's, that's what I hear. He coached in that market up there, not far. I mean, Boise's not, I don't know how far it is from Seattle, but it's a hell of a lot closer than it is to Auburn. And Auburn people don't love Brian Harson. They're, they're not crazy about him. They're already putting out the hit pieces in the Do local Do we know media. that he's not vaccinated, or we know he just won't tell us if he is vaccinated? I have no clue. Point being, there's a good point in here. Washington is not hiring a coach that's not vaccinated. I, I agree. I'm just, they're not. I, I agree. I don't know whether Brian Harson's vaccinated or not. I mean, I wasn't there. I understand. I understand. I I, I, I get it. I just... Sorry, I was talking charcuterie. Um, All right, so you got we got yeah, Auburn. Got, we got Auburn as a toss at LSU. Who knows? That beats the hell out of me. Very difficult game in College Station. That's an L. Bye week. Alabama at home. Loss. And then the close is what is so interesting here. You go to Fayetteville and then get stayed at home. If you made me guess right now today, I'd go loss win win. Well, that's nine and three with an Auburn toss. If you got the toss. If you got the, yeah. 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 So you're flooring them at seven and five. Yeah. And if that's, seven and five to nine and three is your. Well, there's a big gap, though, between seven and five oh, and nine and three. But, I mean, you, but, but point being. Everybody's thrilled at nine and three. But you cut are, it in the middle at eight and four, you're fine. You're okay. Yeah, eight you're good. Eight and four is cool. Yeah. But eight and four is cool. If. But uh, that's a de- but that's getting some tosses. I mean, but that, if you're Kentucky gonna, could be a loss. But if you're paying, yeah, be a loss. absolutely. And if you're paying a coach, this is what they're saying in the thread, and they're right. If you're paying a coach top ten money, seven and five is not satisfactory. It might be one time, but it's not every time. You pay a coach top ten money, you're asking a coach to finish in the top ten. And with the twelve team playoff coming in, you're asking a coach to make the playoff. That's what you're asking. But when, you are, but you do have to look at the roster. Like, you can't go, oh, well, now since you – like, that doesn't change. You don't automatically get a quarterback because you sign Lane Kiffin to $8 million. I, I know. Like, I mean, I think down the road, yes. But I do think there is a certain part of grace period on, hey, you've got to – I don't think it's you have to automatically make the playoff now. It's that you have to build rosters capable of making the playoff now. Sure. And it's a little bit of nuance, but there's a difference. Yeah, and so what you don't... If you go 8-4, and four, you go, oh, God, that's not what I paid you for. No, it's what's the direction. So what you don't going? know is, we're going to talk about this on the recruiting podcast. I'll tease it here. What you don't know is, is their approach to recruiting this season a one-off? Hey, we've got so much coming off the roster. We've got to move people in. This is the way we're doing the rebuild. We're not going to crater and start back. Or is this, hey, we can't get any momentum in the high school recruiting uh, circuit, so we're going to use it all on transfer portal? I don't know that answer. And anybody who tells you they do is lying because they're not talking. So they're not going to tell you whether they're frustrated or not, whether they're viewing this as a lack of success or not. And losing a couple of in-state kids to Mississippi State is just par for the course. Mm -hmm. That happens every year. When State goes all in on a couple of guys, they get them. Every year. 
So that's just part of the deal. That's not part of my analysis. But, I mean, they're not even recruiting the offensive lineman that left. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he's a project. That's a different deal. Well, and he's the kind of kid that – and I don't care what Rivals has him ranked. I don't care what – I don't. And this is not a knock on Rivals, but I don't, I don't know about rankings anymore. I, mean, I, I just – I don't pay a lot of attention to them, frankly. Um. The, the the project kid, not the guaranteed five-star, not Mark Anderson or the, the kid at Georgia, or what, not those kids, but the kid who you look at and you go, man, that kid, he might grow into a really hell of a good player. But he might not. You know what you do with those kids now? Hey, why don't you go to UAB to start out? They got good coaches. I can deal with you. Head over to Tulsa. Go play in that league for a little bit. And if you're good, we'll get you in the portal. And if you're not, <laughs> so be it. Peace. Tell your mama thanks for the meatloaf. The portal just puts some when it's your emphasis to the level that it's likely the emphasis it is this year. It's just so volatile because you got to get those dudes. Because everybody else is after those dudes too, and those dudes are not doing the recruiting thing. Those dudes don't care about. Hey, we have great tradition, and our no, no, no. What's what's my nil deal going to be? Are you getting me on the field? Can you put me into the league? This is a business deal now. I don't give a damn about the square. Uh-huh. I don't care about the party, hey, girls. I've been doing this long enough. I can get girls. Yeah, if I'm a tackle, hey, can I be Larry Tunzel? Yes or no? Yeah. I'm, okay. What's what's my situation? Yeah. You're the running back. Do I get the ball? Yeah. Umano wanted to come to a place where he could put on film that he could play against SEC linemen. Yeah. Chance Campbell wanted to play in the SEC. That's what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He wanted to put on film. Chance hasn't said this, but I'm just telling you. He wanted to put on film that he could play in the SEC. Jake Springer. Wanted to put on film. Hey, every week I get competition. Let's go yep. do this. I'm going to put this on film. You only got that a few times at Navy. It's a different scheme. A lot of yeah, stuff. I mean, and every once in a while you'll get a kid that, hey, I, I, I want to go someplace and win or whatever, but you'll get kids in the portal that just didn't work out. The coach left or whatever, and they want out. But the portals, everybody's on the portal. So you're like, hey, how come you don't get that big offensive tackle from the portal? Because he has like 50 offers within 10 minutes. Yeah, the the kid at Clemson, the big offensive lineman that's one of the top transfers. He's going to have any number of offers he'd like. Yeah. And so – Paul, whatever his name and is. And so it's all about connections, too. You almost have to be in on the kid before he gets in the portal. So I, I don't know how it's all going to work out. I mean, if I knew that, I'd I be – kind of like how they were on the, on the Cooks kid. Yeah. Got in first. And even now, they haven't wrapped that deal up. And I don't know whether that's because they haven't wrapped it up or because they haven't officially offered him or because they think they can get better or because the kid wants to shop around. I don't know. He's going to visit UNLV and Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. And we talk about Deion Smith. He hasn't gotten in the portal yet. Yeah. He's got to actually do it. And sources indicate that they're working on that. So I know. I'm just saying. You know, I mean, yeah, it's just – it's weird. And I think one of the reasons that there's kind of – it's not even outrage. It's frustration. It's it's change. I mean, look at, like, I get people all the time that are like, hey, man, you guys, y'all don't cover recruiting the way you used to. And it's like, well, recruiting's not the same as it used to be. Nowhere close. Look at the list of kids that came last weekend. It wasn't 22 kids. It was 23 kids. It was 24 kids. 
you're getting ahead on those kids so that you can get those kids to come to your camps and your practices and stuff in the summer so that you can lock them up. Yeah. Now, in saying that, yes, I don't think Terrence Cooks is picking UNLV over Ole Miss. I don't. No, I don't either. I don't either. But he's visiting. He didn't say, shut it down. I'm done. And I don't know whether that's because Ole Miss said, hey, we're not quite ready to pull the trigger. Or if it said, hey, I'm just going to take a free trip to Vegas. It could be that. I have no idea. I'm going to go to Vegas and Atlanta, and then we'll sign. Okay, Could be. Yeah, sure. Yes, they can sign up to 32 as long as that number of players go into the portal, the seven, in addition to the 25, and they can stay under the 85 cap, which is the problem. Yeah. They have to get rid of They have to process. And there's a numbers thing that kind of works. I'm not sure on this. I need to ask around, but I think there's a numbers conflict in the spring. <clears throat> so if you let's say you're processing guys, but they haven't found a home yet, uh-huh. well, their scholarship's good for the spring. So they're on your count. You can't bring in a bunch of guys in January if that puts you over. Even the kids in the portal? I think so. Okay. You see, in other sports, I know like in baseball, that's a strategy because as soon as you enter the portal, you lose your scholarship. Right. Because they actually get kids. But a lot of these kids aren't going to jump into the portal until they've kind of found a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's good. I mean, right, I mean, in, in, on its face, that makes all the sense in the world. So you use the portal to build a team, not build a program. Well, it depends. Like, let's use Deion Smith, for example. He's got years. He's got left. four years. Yeah. If you're looking for the name, we'll, we'll talk about him software bull today. Um, the bye week, by the way, is uh, November 5th. Next year, it's in between A&M and Alabama. People ask that, so okay, yeah, because they have they have A and M and Alabama back to back, but there's a bye week in the middle. So that was smart. Out. It's the exact same weekend as it would have been had they not played Liberty this year. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's right. I've already seen that because that's the week. I think that's the week that Arkansas plays Liberty next year in Fayetteville. Yeah. Oh, Arkansas plays Liberty next year. Yeah, they play Cincinnati and Liberty. Really? Yep. Okay. Why? Beats me. I don't know why people schedule those kinds of games. I wouldn't schedule any of those games. But Cincinnati's not even giving you the Power Five thing. Who else do they play? I don't know. I don't know. Do they have like the hardest schedule in the country next year? What are they doing? I don't know. I mean, did Pittman sign off on this? Questions that I can't answer. Well, I mean, you're a booster over there. Why not? I know. Um, their schedule is weird. Real quick, Arkansas. Okay. They open with Cincinnati at home, mm-hmm. South Carolina, Missouri State, A&M, Alabama back-to-back, no buy. State, BYU. BYU counts as their – It does. Yeah. Auburn, Liberty, LSU, Ole Miss, Missouri. Why would you play Cincy, BYU, and Liberty in the same year? Dumb. Now, I will give them the same benefit I'll give Keith Carter, too. When you scheduled Liberty, they were an FCS team that sucked. And Arkansas will be better than Liberty next They'll win the game. Because Arkansas would beat Liberty this year with Malik. Yeah, and Malik's peace. He's out. Yeah. Yeah. Sayonara. Thanks, you. Yeah. But still, it's kind of a weird schedule. Even BYU and Cincinnati in the same year doesn't make sense. No. You don't have to do that. Why are you doing it? I wouldn't play either one of them if I were them. Well, you got to play a power five. Well, then I'd play one. I'd tell Cincinnati, peace. Yeah, you don't count. Yeah. You're not in the Big 12 yet. All right. I mean, I might, I might play Cincinnati Tech, but not Cincinnati. 
that is an interesting thing that multiple teams get A&M and, and Bama back-to-back. Mm-hmm. A little, little, little quirk there. Look, I'd hate to be the person that has to make the schedule. but Yeah, just a little quirk. That's, that's all. Kind of like LM and LSU used to get bye weeks where they played each other every year. It's like, well, okay, that was convenient. Um, but to Grind's point, I, I mean, I don't know. It, on the surface, using the portal as a way to build your program feels flawed. But you go back and listen to Kiffin. Kiffin does, to his credit, always sort of telegraph things. Mm-hmm. He talks about this is now an NFL style. However, you got to put it together. You where you together. use the draft and you use free agency and you use the waiver wire and just you put it together year by year. Oh man, they added the kid from Western Kentucky that I'm still not really sure why he's on the roster, a quarterback. Yeah, and I, I don't think he ate a scholarship. I just think he maybe he wants to get into coaching. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay. That makes sense. Maybe he wanted to New get Durkin and yeah, and, and let me hang out. Let me learn learn, learn from Lebby and Kiffin for a year. Yeah, maybe so. It beats me. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, portal controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So, again, call the office for details, 662-238. Three one five nine. See if I can read this without readers. Uh, Dead Soxies bringing back the uh, score sale for this week's game against Vanderbilt. The Liberty game didn't work out from a uh, score standpoint, but there's confidence in the Rebels scoring against the Commodores. So at the conclusion of Saturday's game, however many points the Rebels have scored, Dead Soxie will match that number as a percentage discount up to a max of 60% off. The score sale will run from the conclusion of the game until midnight on Monday, November the 22nd. So load up on your favorite socking stuffers and score this incredible offer. Visit deadsoxy.com. Use the promo code, promo code score rebels. That's one word score rebels, all lowercase at checkout to receive the score sale percentage for all orders. And as always stay soxy. So uh, don't forget that we'll remind you of that on Saturday night as well. We'll have a uh, a Mind on My Money brought to you by Pinnacle a little later this morning, later today. Uh, again, that's brought to you, obviously, by Pinnacle. Uh, Pinnacle, is a uh, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's mypinwealth.com. Our pal uh, John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis is the guy you should go to if you're planning to um, – Make a trip. You want one that's a special trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Go to uh, go to John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He'll give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, we're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They have a complete... Uh, selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. We haven't even gotten to picks yet, but they're up at uh, RebelGrove.com. Week 12 of the picks. They're brought to you by Service Specialist with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. So whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you are uh, looking to hire quality talent for your company, whether you are looking for a new job, 
looking to relocate to Mississippi, but you have some confidentiality concerns, whatever the case may be, if that if you check any of those boxes, you need to go to service specialist ltd.com or call 662-832-5138. Podcast is brought to you by GM Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. GM there on South Lamar and Oxford. Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. Remember, they deliver locally in the Oxford area. Now for MedSync, for your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you, whether it's one trip to the pharmacy or one delivery, get what you need with GM and Tyson Drugs. Also, with Rightway Meds, they'll individually package your medication for those who need that extra step. So 662-236-2222. Um, looking kind of what's around. Thing on the Big 12 reprimanded Texas Tech announcers. It must have said something bad. It must have said something about Alabama. The Big 12 on Wednesday issued a public reprimand of Texas Tech football announcers for their call of Saturday's 41-38 win over Iowa State. Play-by-play host Brian Jensen and analyst John Harris were critical of the officials during the game, going so far as to list off individual names. As a result, the league also said Jensen and Harris will be removed from calling this weekend's home game against Oklahoma State. Hold on a minute. So a private I know, I saw this. radio announcement. Here's what's bothering me about this. And it's it was my frustration when I jumped on the NCAA for its stupid. We didn't really talk about this. The NCAA's stupid remarks back at Oklahoma State where they're reprimanding Oklahoma State and basically saying, hey, where are you guys? We're all part of the same thing. You can't do that. You can't talk about the members of the committee individually. They're public. You can go through right now and find out who all the officials for a football game is. You can go online to the NCAA and all those infraction reports and see exactly who's on the committee. So what the hell difference does it make if somebody says it out loud when it's available all over the internet? Well, here's the part that I was surprised by. So if David Kellum goes off on the officials, then he gets suspended by the SEC? I mean, really? I didn't know that they did. Under what purview does the league get that right? I know. I understand the roles of play-by-play and color analyst Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby sent a statement. Bob, you don't know shit about anything hardly right now. However, as university representatives, they have an obligation to adhere to conference policy regarding comments about game officials. The comments by the Red Raider Radio Network booth announcers were contrary to expected levels of respect and professionalism, questioning the integrity of conference officials and specifically calling members of the officiating crew as well beyond appropriate and permissible behavior. I will never, and I really want to talk about Brad. To talk to Brad about this when the season's over because he's agreed to come on and talk officiating. Okay, is I don't understand the level of protection that they get where they never respond to anything. And I get the NFL allows pool reporters and they do things and it's much better, but it boggles my freaking mind. They're humans too. Nobody's saying it that they necessarily did anything on purpose. Just answer questions about why you did things. Mm-hmm. Why is that above some precious rule? I don't know. Nobody has a good, clear answer for it, ever. Well, you just can't. Uh, why? Yeah, it's it's officials. It's readily available. It's not like you're naming the jurors in a court case. You're not doxing anyone. I'll say it right now. The Big 12 does not want Iowa State to lose this game, Harris said. Yeah, Bob Bowles, but you need to answer to this. This is ridiculous. The inconsistency of this referee crew in favor of Iowa State, unbelievable. That's it? That got them suspended. Did they name names? Because uh, if that's all, that's egregious. The Big 12 should be embarrassed. The Big 12 should be embarrassed with this group. We've only pointed out two guys. I'm going to read them all to you. He then proceeded to name every on-air on air every member of the crew. 
But again, that's readily available he information. The thing. Yeah. Uh, Jensen also tweeted during the game about a call asking why there was no review on a play that was rules. Um, it was ruled an interception despite blah, 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 blah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's it. That's all I said. We're a little sensitive in the Big 12 office right now. A little sensitive. Yeah. A little sensitive. Different league. It's like Matt Campbell yesterday. And I like Matt Campbell a lot. Dude. But Matt Campbell's like, listen. He did the we do men thing yesterday. Uh, yeah. I'm like, uh, hey, man, that. Mm. Don't take the LSU job and say that out loud, champ. <laughs> Is your goal to win conference championships? Mel oh, Tucker's no. getting paid nine and a half million dollars. It's not because his graduation rate went up no. this year. It's because you're winning. When you do the whole, look, our goal as a team is to be the best version of ourselves. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Your goal is to be the best version of Oklahoma. I mean, that's that's admirable. Okay, yeah. it is. That's important in the process. But That's no, down list. But no offense. That's not getting it done when you get beat. Now, you can say that after you win the Big 12, right? You can win the conference championship and say, you know, listen, that's not what we all are about. We're about being the best version of ourselves. That's what we do. Every week, we try to make sure we get better. And it works because look at us. We're 14-0. You can do that. You can do the Hugh Freeze. Remember Hugh Freeze did it at the Sugar Bowl and everybody was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, because you're at the Sugar Bowl. He's at the Sugar Bowl. He's, yeah. about, he's, he's not in Birmingham. Go, I tell you what, it's a hell of a year. Yeah, no, he 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 made it to the Sugar Bowl, and he goes, you know, we recruit a different kind of kid. Remember, I pulled him off to the side in there. I'm like, so when you say that, like, what do you mean? And, 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 he didn't, and he didn't really want to go there. I mean, are you saying you recruit more religious kids? Like, what are you saying? I mean, what does that mean? And he didn't appreciate the line of questioning. But it was like, what, what, what does that mean? Because it's utter BS. Because the only extra thing you can say is, well, you know, guys that just fit our program. And, and, then, okay. and then at that point, what does that mean? What, what, what specifically? How does specifically well, we one guy? Okay, okay. Can you extrapolate on that? No, I want to go away right now. <laughs> yeah. I want to get no, away. I want you to stop asking me questions. Where's Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> But when you say that stuff, man, I mean, you're a coach. No, 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 Matt. No, 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 no. You, this, no, no, no. Why did he do it? See, I think you can do that like at middle school, high school even. Why did he do it? He's not an idiot. Why did he do it? If I'm guessing he's leaving. I'm guessing he's leaving. He knows he's leaving, and he didn't want to say, you can't win the Big 12 here. Just can't can't happen. Not not enough resources. Can't do it. I don't want to rip the kids, and so I'm going to say nope. That's not what we're about. Because mm-hmm. I got a, I got a group of kids that play really hard every week. But every week that we go to Oklahoma or we play Texas or we play Baylor, even and this is about as good as we can get because I got 20 starters back. Yeah, I and mean, this is yeah. We're, what we are is what we are. I'm I'm not going to sit here and tell this group of seniors who have busted their ass for me and helped me get in position to get a job like the LSU job. I'm not going to tell them that this was a failure. But it was a failure. 
Uh, last little tidbit. But here. someone has to follow up with that and go, okay, so wait, your goal is not to win the championship? That's not your goal? Well, we work hard every day to win, but that's that's not what this program is about. But the success or failure is not based on winning? Yeah. What What is it based on? Is that in your what, – how does that work? Because I've yet to see an AD go, you know what? This team went 3-9, and 1-7 and seven in the league. But I got to tell you, they're graduating. APR is fantastic. They're good kids. Billy over there. He got he, an internship this summer. He's got a girlfriend. Never hit her. Um, he's got an internship this summer with, uh, with uh, Exxon. Hey, we, 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 we love these kids. In fact, like we we had a team dinner the other night, and they all used their salad fork, every one of them for the salad. Amazing. These are good kids. They call their mamas. Yeah, these are good kids. This program is headed in the right direction because we're shaping men. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Well, that coach gets canned. Interesting thing here. Um, United States bookmakers facing more than a million dollar loss on a bet that was placed in March and we decided tonight. On March 19th, the better Nevada placed a $30,000 bet on Shohei Otani to win the American League MVP award at 30-1 mm. to 1 with the William Hill Sportsbook. Otani is a finalist along with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Simeon. If Otani wins, the better will net $900,000 and William Hill will have suffered an overall seven-figure loss on an awards market that typically doesn't attract a ton of money. It's going to be the biggest loss on that type of market ever, Alan Pullen said Oof. from William Hill. It's going to stick out as a line item when you see award betting in a big minus. Otani opened at 60, 60 to 1 in February, attracted immediate betting interest. There were more bets on Otani than any other player at most sports books, and it didn't take long for the Angels' two way star to emerge as the favorite by late June, blah, 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 blah. But it's anyway. Shohei? Yeah. You wrecked, a, you wrecked a sports book. Wrecked a sports book. Good job. Look at Shohei. He looks happy, doesn't he? Look at him. Blum said the Superbook is facing a low five-figure liability on Otani winning MVP, primarily due to some early interest from sharp betters that grabbed him early at 30-1. to 1. Blum added that he wouldn't change anything to the way he booked the AL MVP market, though. We just never expected him to be that type of hitter, Blum said. Pullen also was comfortable with how they booked the market despite the massive liability on Otani. We don't want to lose, but you got to employ the betters moxie for putting that big of a bet on it. It's definitely be a first, and we will move on and be open the next day. Yeah, that's all you do. It is what it is. You got to own it. I mean, they built these things with cash. They'll occasionally lose a little yeah, cash. Yeah, you're occasionally. They're going to be all right. Yeah, you're going to have a bad day. You'll, you'll, you'll bounce back. Yeah, they're not firing everybody over this today. Some moron's going to put $10,000 on the Steelers to win the Super Bowl. I mean, you're going to get free money. Well, yeah, futures are where you make your money yeah. because they almost all lose. So, yeah. That and parlays. Yeah. Won't anybody do a parlay. So Parlays are fun. They are fun. Yeah, I mean, you put 20 bucks on a 17 parlay that – if you win, you're like $36,000, and you never win. Yeah. Uh, back tonight, hand raise, guys, around 7 o'clock. Again, Ole Miss basketball, 6 p.m. for that start time against Marquette. A couple of real quick things for you, wrap up. Yep. Don't forget about Alpha Specialties if you're in the market, if you're in the trailer market at all. It's the premier trailer-specific uh, professional in Mississippi. Load trail, Hallmark cargo trailers, they got all of that. It's alphaofms.com. 601-932-9798. Uh, don't forget about the Rogue. If you are looking for um, the Collegiate Collection, go to therogue.com or 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, and so many more brands. 
I don't forget, tomorrow's the last day to sign up for Oxford Park Commission basketball. It's OxfordParkCommission.com. Leagues 7 to 15. The cost is just $50 per participant. The league runs January 3rd through February the 24th, but you have to sign up by the end of the day tomorrow. So we'll be back tonight with uh, with that. Hope all of you have a uh, wonderful afternoon, and we will talk to you around 7 o'clock for Henry's, guys. Take care.